Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Bible in Order, where we are chronologically going through the entire Bible in one year. Today's reading for June 29th is 1 Kings 22 and 2 Chronicles chapter 18. An unholy alliance between a righteous king, Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, and an unrighteous, wicked king of Israel, at this point, a.k.a. Samaria, King Ahab. Jehoshaphat, we learn in Second Chronicles 18, married a daughter of Ahab. There may have been a strategic alliance plan. It may have been advised that he do this. It was common for kings, for royalty to intermarry between different nations. And yet, it's unwise to join yourself together with an unrighteous person. We should not marry. We should not become fast friends. We should not enter into business relationships where we depend on one another, specifically partnerships, like where we create business entities together with people who don't love God the same way we do. Paul talks about not becoming unequally yoked in Corinthians. Christians should not do that. God followers should not do that. This was not new. It was the law. It was always the case that Israel should not join themselves with pagan people who would draw them away from God. And yet Jehoshaphat, as good of a king as he was, unwisely married a daughter of Ahab. And after a few years, he's there visiting with Ahab. Ahab says, come on, let's go to war. Aram has this land and it's ours. We should go get it back. Jehoshaphat says, sure, I'll go with you, but shouldn't we ask God if that's a good idea or not? Ahab calls forth the prophets and the prophets all prophesy. Yeah, go. God is with you. But there's a problem. Jehoshaphat realizes that none of those prophets are prophets of Yahweh. They're pagan prophets, prophets of Baal, prophets of Asherah, prophets of who knows what, but they're not God's prophets. And so Jehoshaphat had an out there. He should have run the other way, but he didn't. He says, can't we find a prophet who speaks for Yahweh and ask him? Ahab replies, well, sure, but I really don't like that guy. He always says mean things to me. He's always, he's always saying things that are unpleasant. I hate him. Isn't that the response that people who are unrepentant in sin and unwilling to change give? Don't sinners say that? Don't they say, ah, stop talking. Like in Acts chapter 7, I believe, when the, when the people stoned Stephen, they 
grind their teeth. They cover their ears. They, they say, stop saying that. Sounds like some people today in our society, in the news, or maybe just on your social media circles, when you say something that they don't like or you question them, they become enraged because they have no defense. They know that their way is wrong and yet they refuse to admit it. And so all they can do is tell you to be quiet, shut you away, block you on social media. Like they're doing themselves a favor. They're actually doing you a favor. And it's so sad. It's so sad. My friends, if you are shutting your ears to people who are saying things you don't agree with, Perhaps you have a problem. Maybe the other people do, but perhaps you have a problem. Jehoshaphat should not have gone with Ahab, but at least he instigates a conversation between this really amazing prophet, Micaiah, And Micaiah says, sure, go with him, go on out. But Ahab knew he was wrong. Ahab knew that God was not with him. And so his response to Micaiah is, how many times must I make you swear not to tell me anything except for the truth? So it's like, I don't want the truth. Oh, wait, I do want the truth. Ahab was all mixed up. And so Micaiah tells him the truth. I saw all Israel scattered on the hills like sheep without a shepherd. And Yahweh said, they have no master. Let everyone return home in peace. In other words, there's no leader. The king isn't there. By implication, the king is dead. Ahab mutters to Jehoshaphat, didn't I tell you he never says anything good? (laughs) How about you just repent, Ahab? Come on. And then Micaiah goes and gives this amazing insight into the throne room of heaven. He says, I saw God on his throne. All of the heavenly host or the heavenly armies were standing around him. As far as the eye could see. And Yahweh said, who will entice Ahab to march up and fall at Ramoth Gilead? So one was saying this and another was saying that. And there were the conversations going on among these heavenly beings. And then one of them said, a spirit. It's the same word spirit that's used to describe the Holy Spirit. But this is not the Holy Spirit. It's just a spirit, a ruach. A ruach, a spirit in heaven, said, I will go. God said, how? How are you going to entice him to go up so that he'll die in battle? The spirit says, I'll go and I'll become a lying spirit, a deceiving spirit, a disappointing spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. I tell you, the prophets... Even those who do not speak for God directly 
don't have free reign. God is sovereign over all of that. And prophets typically are going to confirm what we already know anyhow. Unless we're really not walking with God. And so God, Yahweh, says to this spirit, you will certainly entice him, Ahab, and prevail. Go and do it. Micaiah continues, Yahweh has put a lying spirit into the mouth of all these prophets of yours, and Yahweh has pronounced disaster against you. So Ahab decides to go to battle anyway, instead of repenting. Jehoshaphat decides to go with him anyway, despite this alarming prophecy. And Ahab tells Jehoshaphat, you go out in your royal garb, I'm going to disguise myself so they won't know that I'm the king. Meanwhile, the enemy is going only after Ahab. They don't care about anybody. They don't want to kill anybody. They only want Ahab. Ahab sends his son-in-law out as a decoy so that he can get away free. But an archer, aiming at nothing in particular, decides to let an arrow fly, and it goes through the air and through Ahab's disguise and through Ahab's armor and strikes him and kills him. Because there is no way to escape the mighty word of God when it is declared and definitive. God bless you, my friends. Thank you for being on this journey with me. We will see you tomorrow.